Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's hard to believe that uh, this coming season it'll be 20 years since you had the championship mm. that you coached with the Pistons, of course, making it to the finals the following year. That team is still beloved here. You're still beloved here. What was your favorite part about coaching here in Detroit with the players, the fans? Just, I mean, I'm, we'll get into the, why it was only two years a little later, but... I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to get in. Oh, that. of course I do. <laughs> okay, but but um, you had a great little run here. I mean, it was amazing how good this team was. Well, the owner, Mr. Davidson, was unbelievable, and then following Chuck and the Bad Boys and what those guys did, how great they were, and how they developed a following that you know helped us. Um, I was lucky, you know, I, I came in and followed, you know, Rick Carlisle and, uh, you know, he had really good values. So, you know, when I took over, you know, I took over nine teams, only one had a winning record and, mm-hmm. you know, Detroit was the one team that had a winning record. So I walked into an environment that, you know, we had a chance to win if I didn't screw it up. Um, and then, you know, the thing I loved most was the people I was surrounded with, my staff, you know, having the best trainer that ever lived in Arnie Kander, um, and then having a bunch of players that a lot of people, you know, thought at one time were failures. And when I walked in that locker room and watched them practice, you know, I realized how lucky I was. Um, you know, Stoney, when I, when I got there, Joe said to me, you know, we got two young players. You know, I think they can play, but a lot of, you know, we don't really know if they can play. Can you play Tayshawn and Memo? And uh, that was basically the only thing he asked me to do, and you know how good those guys yeah. were. So how lucky am I to walk in on that? And then, you know, I inherit Rip, I inherit Chauncey, you inherit Ben. We ultimately get get Rashid. You got Darvin Ham and Eldon Campbell and Lindsey Hunter. People like that that are unbelievable team players. Um, it was just uh, an unbelievable experience for me being around a group of guys that all they wanted to do was make their teammates better. And I think it, a lot of it became came because of what Joe assembled, the ownership you had with Mr. Davidson, and then I think what Chuck 
you know, built with Isaiah and Joe Dumars and that group. They, I think they set a standard, and uh, we try to live up to that.